Hey guys, I just want to, um, we are so excited to be back. I told y'all we were going to do video and so we are here and I'm just really, really excited for what God is going to do. Um, I just want to welcome my good friend, Jerry. Hi. Um, her testimony is amazing and I cannot wait for the Lord to speak through her to, um, really show and, um, tell what he has done in her life. Um, but first things first, um, again, I'm so excited, but if you have not yet subscribed, whatever platform that you are listening on, whether it's, um, Apple, um, or whether it's Spotify, don't forget to, um, click that button, subscribe. Um, it's not really a benefit to me, but really when a new episode comes out, you'll be alerted and you'll know, and that way you are able to listen because a lot of people are like, I didn't even know you put an episode out. So that'll kind of catch you up and, um, get you on board. But awesome. Hi, Jerry. Hi. Um, so first things first, we're going to go and pray, um, before we kind of step into in dialogue. Um, you want me to pray? I'll do it for you. I'll, there you let, go. We'll do it if you want to go after. Father, okay. uh, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for your grace and for your mercy, Lord. And we thank you for the work that you did on the cross, Father. Yes. We thank you for being who you are, Lord. Uh, we just thank you, Father, for loving us even when you didn't have to. Yeah. And we just pray, Father, that you will lead us today, that our words will be from you, Father, yes. and no other way, Lord. Yes. And all this we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Awesome. So, uh, Jerry, I think we met in a life group. I and think so. Little did I know that you were the mother of one of um, my husband Anthony's good friends. Um, but in that life group um, is kind of when I got a glimpse of your testimony. And um, if you're not in a life group, definitely recommend it. Um, it's you, you don't just go there and learn, you know, about the Bible or whatever you're studying, but you really, you know, make lifelong friends and sisters in Christ and brothers in Christ. And it really, um, I mean, she's seen my tears, she's seen, you know, um, but it's really, really powerful um, to have community. We were made for community and not to do life alone. That's right. Um, That's so right. I, I really recommend that. Me too. But, yeah, and that kind of, um, so that's when I kind of got a glimpse of your testimony, and I was just like, wow, and, you know, I've never told you this, but I truly see the Lord shining through, you know, you have asked for prayer for your husband, and just to see, you know, what God has done there, you know, and your kids, and it's really, you know, glory to God, so. It's all glory to Him, and, yeah. you know, you say that, you know, you see, you see Him mm. in me. And all glory to him for sure. And, you know, uh, that really just, it really touches me because I have a heart for women. I have a heart for, and I mean men too, but mostly women because that's who I deal with every day on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, in the church and in the community. I have a heart for women who are hurting or who yes. are seeking a word from the Lord or just seeking the Lord. And, um Every testimony is very important. Yes. It doesn't matter. Um, not everybody's testimony is my testimony. You know, maybe somebody didn't go through something as rough as I did or the neck or me, the next person, but it's still just as important. Yes. 
you know, because we all will learn and grow and hopefully, you know, get a zeal in you. Yeah. Um, an excitement in you to, to keep seeking the Lord yes. and to keep standing strong and firm and, and just following him. And hopefully that's what that this will do today. And that what you're doing here, hopefully that's what that's going to, yes. I know it's going to, not <laughs> Amen. hopefully, but I know that it's going to. Yes. And, um, I'm so proud of you for that. This is really wonderful, and thank you for inviting me here. Absolutely. Um, I'm not sure. I have a very long testimony. I don't know what part to share today, but um, I have been known to be a, the last time I shared, um, I prepared, like I was telling you earlier. I prepared. I actually wrote things down and studied and did you know a timeline thing, which I don't normally do. And I wound up sharing, and I didn't share any of that. <laughs> there was a little bit in there, but not all of it. And I was just trying to be obedient and listen to the, you know, to the Lord, mm-hmm. listen for that still small voice, and 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 go on that, and um, and that's what I'm going to do today. Um, because you know, we we read. I mean, I think you and I, and and most people who are Christians, yeah. I hope <laughs> they're in their word right. daily, even if it's just, you know, one of a, one very blessed, loving, kind, just, just seeping with the Lord and the Holy Spirit told me, you know, even if it's one little verse, right, that's perfectly fine every day, one verse, just yes. get on your knees and say, and talk to him because that's what he wants. He just wants that conversation right. with you, just like your, you know, your regular parents on this earth they want that conversation with you or that brother or sister or whoever is your role model you know and um so my testimony the thing that I want to share for sure today is the fact is how I became a new Christian that was about 2018 okay and um I had been uh I believe I was saved when I was like 13 or 14 I, and, and mind you, you know, I, I have an absent, there's no father in my life, you know, for a long time. I didn't know my birth father. Um, I had my mom, God rest her soul. Um, you know, she had, she was like, I don't know what Joan Collins or yeah, Joan Collins with, you know, like all these husbands, my mom had a lot of husbands (laughs) and, um, anyway, um, with all of that comes a really tough bringing up, you know. Yeah. You know, you're, you're raised really tough mm-hmm. and hard, and you see things that you don't, you're not supposed to see, right. you know. And as children, there are things that, you know, that I saw and um, that I probably shouldn't have seen. I, I know definitely I shouldn't have seen now that I'm an adult. There was protections that weren't there that should have been. Mm-hmm. And, um, and just so everybody knows, I mean, I've gone past that you know the Lord has taken me through it and and past it and um I actually have forgiven my mom and everything that I went through last year with her being sick starting from from like January all the way to the present I say the present because I'm still learning and I'm still growing through that with the Lord absolutely You know, before that she lost her mental capacity, you know, we talked about those things. 
We've talked about so many different things. Forgiveness was given there both ways because I wasn't I wasn't showing very much honor to my mother. Right. And that is a commandment. It right. tells us to honor our mothers and our fathers, right? I don't, Absolutely. I wasn't showing much much honor there. But all of that has been forgiven, you know. Through all of that time, you know, we loved on each other. We talked about the Lord. Uh, we, I verified assurance and salvation for my mom. Oh. And um, anyways, a lot of love came from that. Forgiveness, a lot of healing, thankfully. You know, thank the Lord for that. I think that's very important because, you know, the word says we have to forgive as he forgives has forgiven us, mm-hmm. and it's not easy. I I remember when I had to forgive a few times in my life, and I was like, are you kidding me? You want me to forgive what they have done to me? Right. And he was like, look, like, it's a choice, mm-hmm. and if you choose to forgive him, like, and he, he did it, and I think we think, though, that when we choose to forgive – it takes time and it does but when you let go of that burden of that hurt and you choose to forgive it's forgiven just as you know he has forgiven us and I find beauty in that I'm like I remember feeling so free I was like all right I, I I you know confess it with my mouth and I forgive and you lead me from here and I literally just felt that peace. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, we're going to do this together. Right. But that's, no, that's, that's, exactly that's, right. that's awesome. And I just feel like if there's anyone out there right now still struggling with forgiving whoever it is in your life, I'm not saying for you to forget yeah. or to be best friends or to go holding hands, you know, walk, skipping down the sidewalk. I'm not asking for right. that. And I'm not asking, but the Lord is telling us, you know, and you can forgive them and love them from afar. But I think about when I do finally go, you know, to the heavenly place up there with the Lord and and I'm standing in front of him and I always think about that and, you know, and us in our glorified bodies and how the, you know, how the Lord can see everything. We can't hide anything from him. (laughs) And I always see, and I I don't know if I, somebody preached this or, but I always remember what was said, and it was, um, you know, when you go in front of the Lord, you know, you can't hide anything from him. He's going to see that little tiny seed of unforgiveness in your heart, and he's going to say, well, well, Jerry, you know, you want me to, to let you in the pearly gates here, and you want me to forgive you, but wait a minute, what is that I see there, you know? And I always remember that. And I'm like, no, that's not what I want. I mean, I I want to please the Lord. I want to please my father, my Abba. I want to please him. And even if that means me being humbled greatly, tremendously, whatever the cost, I'm going to do that. You know, I I may do it sometimes kicking and screaming, but I'm going to do it. Or run in the other direction. I, I always picture I'm one of those people that everything that I hear or discuss or somebody tells me I see it in picture format Mm -hmm. like movie format yeah not everybody does that did you know that 
I didn't know that. Well, I recently figured that. Well, I'm one of those people, and I see him grabbing my shirt, like pulling me from. I'm like, hey, get back over here. <laughs> but um, anyways, um, to get back to where we were, um, you know, I had a hard child childhood. A lot of us did. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And and all of that shapes us and molds us and 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 makes us who we are mm-hmm. to a certain point, you know. And I know that. I went to church with my friends because we didn't go to church, you know, every week. Like we didn't go to a church. We didn't have a family church. My sister would walk me to the nearest church, whatever was the nearest she'd walk us. And I was very young. We were young. And, um, when I got into middle school, I started having sleepovers with, you know, people, friends, and we would go to their church on Sundays. Okay. And I went to a little church in Kingsbury, Texas, a Baptist church. Okay. And um, I had been going there for several weeks. And, you know, people ask me all these details. And I'm like, the only detail I remember is just fully filling that pool to go to the front. And laying it down there with a pastor. He got down on his knees with me. The pastor himself got on on his knees. And there was like some steps, you know, like in the old sanctuary Mm -hmm. at Living Waters in the the front building. Yeah. And um, he knelt down there and he had me pray this prayer and talk to me about forgiveness and, Mm. you know, repentance and, you know, what I believed and did I believe in Jesus and did I believe that he was crucified and died and, and, you know, all the good stuff, all the good news. And, um, I agreed with that. And I mean, I was washed in the Holy spirit. It was an, it was something that I, you never forget. Absolutely. And, um, from that day forward, I just backslid like mad. Mm which is a shame, you know, and, um, but I know now that I needed to, I guess I needed to do that stuff. I didn't have a very good foundation. I had no one and I wasn't mature enough in my own mindset to say, Hey, I need to go to church or I need to keep following, following this. This was great. I should be following this. And I think back then, and, you know, I think back to then and I'm like, why wasn't I more like that? Because I was in my flesh. Yeah. I wanted to do what was fun and good and exciting and follow the crowd. But anyway, I did that up until 2018. I lived in the flesh. And, and I'm going to say this, and you can take it how you want. You can think about it and, and really understand. You know, I, I did everything that the Lord tells us not to do. Mm. Every sin there is, I've done that. And... um I wasn't a nice person. I was mean. I was bitter. Mm-hmm. I was a bully. I was all of those things. Oh, I drank a lot. Did did quite a bit of drugs. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, when we were uh, taught love was sex. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I I, uh, I was very promiscuous. It didn't matter to me whether. He had a husband or not, or a wife or not. And um, I look at all that now, and I, I, I understand what salvation is and how it is free. You know, and, and thank God, thank the Lord Jesus that it is free and that he's done that for us and yeah. that it's done already because I was going straight to hell. I was going straight to hell, and I would if I would have died, I mean, 
I would have gone to hell. I mean, you know, they ask those questions. If you die today, where do you know where you're going to go? I would have went to hell thinking I was okay. Right. I was thinking I was okay. And um, I was... Sorry. I think it's so important, too, though, that when these testimonies are told, I really want people to grasp that we are all who, you know, are loving and serving God to this day, are, like, screwed up before we come to Christ. Yes. Like, I know a lot of people that I speak with who aren't saved are like, well, no, 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 I'm not perfect. I can't go to church. I'm like, no. Come your imperfect self. Like, that's what, that's how he wants you to come. Like, he died for this sinner. He did not, you know, die for the rich and the, um, perfect who think they're out there but um i think it's so important that people people hear that i don't know maybe there's someone who needed to hear that because you know and and just i've also heard well yeah i'm going to heaven because i'm a good person it says in the bible that if you confess and you declare that jesus died on the cross for you and that um you will be saved not because you're a good person. And I think right. we kind of confuse that a little bit, but just had to you know, before I was saved, before I was really saved, I mean, I did a lot of good things. Right. But I did the, and, uh, you know, a excess amount of bad things too, mm-hmm. but I did a lot of good things right. that didn't save me. And I knew that. And, um, to kind of speed it up just a little bit, I mean, yeah, I went through a lot of terrible things. I think a lot of us did, like I said. And um, f- fast forward to 2018, um, I was I was at a job, and um, it just so happens that my oldest sons, I've never really said this to this extent, mm-hmm. this portion of my testimony. Um, anyway, he wound up marrying this girl that I worked with, my oldest son, and we were not getting along at all. And I wasn't the nicest person to her, and she wasn't very nice to me. And um, it was a whole lot of ugliness going on at work. So I understand when you, you know, people talk about, oh, this and this at work, this and that. I understand completely that. And, you know, you understand it when you live it, mm-hmm. you know. And um, ultimately, she wound up. I don't know if she moved on. Let's just put it that way. I don't know what the outcome was really with that because that wasn't told to me, but um, she wasn't there anymore. And he pretty much, he disowned me for a good while because of that, because of his wife and us not getting along. Mm -hmm. And at first I couldn't understand, you know, I was like, why is this going on? You know, why, why would he choose his wife over his mother? (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what you didn't, you don't know. I didn't know. I didn't realize at first, you know, and I, at that time I had began to seek the Lord. Right. I was in the beginning stages. I hadn't met him yet, but I was in the beginning stages. I hadn't met him again. So of course, you know, I was in more of my flesh than I was into him at that time. So I wasn't, I wasn't operating with the Holy Spirit. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And um, and I think, so to clarify what she's saying is, 
when a man and woman get married, the man chooses his wife over his mother because it says in the Bible, you know, you you raise your kids so that way one day, you know, they will uh, marry and they will have their life with them, but you are one with your spouse. Mm-hmm. And 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 don't get Please. me wrong. Yeah. Please. We I grew up like that. Like I didn't know that either and you know as we got older you always think like your parents are your rock, but you know, the Lord made man for woman and woman for man and we are to be in union and to, you know, that's right. And I think a lot of this world too is like, no, that's my son. I would die for him. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, your son is going to, you know, go off and marry and you need to yeah. respect that. And, but we don't, we don't know what we don't know. That's right. And I didn't know and I didn't realize, I mean, we've all heard that. Oh, you know, a man leaves his, his family to go. We've all heard that, yeah. but you don't know the, the, the length and the depth of all of that until you really know. Yes. And, um, you know, my eyes were pretty much closed to that kind of stuff then, you know, to the, to scripture and to the meaning of it and to the meat of it. And, um, and the Lord knows exactly what it takes for us to finally go to him. Right. Because that's exactly what it, I needed right there mm-hmm. was that. And it had been months and months and I hadn't heard from him. It was, it was terrible for me. Yeah. And you have a daughter, so you kind of know. Just imagine them grown. You've known them for all of their life. Mm -hmm. They've only known you for some of yours, but you've known them all of theirs. Absolutely. And um, previous to her, uh, him meeting her and dating her and marrying her, he would be at my house every day because he had just gotten out of a... he He was with his high school sweetheart since high school, and they had three children together. Okay. And, um... I actually get along with her very well now, and I didn't get along with her then either. You know, I had no respect for that at all. And um, I had a small conversation with her, and she said, you know what, Jerry? You are just mean and you're bitter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oof, you know, that, that, was, that, was, that was a gut check, you know. And I thought about that after I stopped speaking to her that day. We got off the phone or whatever, and I was like, I am mean and bitter. I am very angry with her that she left my son. Mm. and The circumstances that were involved in all of that, I was very angry with her, so much so that I was mean to her and didn't want to forgive her, didn't want to forgive any of that. But she's the one who made me stop and think, you know, when people flat out tell you, hard stuff you know it makes you it's like a stop sign absolutely like stop whatever you're doing stop you know and um I did reflect and I mean I really reflected on all of that and but um we're actually friends today (laughs) (laughs) praise God I know praise God it's wonderful and um and my son um yeah, he just completely disowned me, and, and I'd had enough, and I was tired. And I, and besides all, just besides my son, um, I had dealt with suicidal thoughts all my life, pretty much all my life, depression. And I had been beating up on my husband, like not physically beating him, but beating him down, demasculating mm-hmm. him, you know. And everything was so wrong, you know, in my eyes, you know. My house wasn't good enough. 
My car wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. My husband wasn't good enough. My clothes weren't good enough. Mm -hmm. My job wasn't good enough. And nobody could breathe right around me. I was a miserable person. Mm -hmm. And I was depressed because my son had finally just, and you know, and you know, I think about it today and you know, it's not funny, but I think about it now and I'm like, wow, I'd have left me too. I was very miserable. You know, I'd have left too, you know. And thank God God thank, doesn't leave us. That's right. Thank God he doesn't. And you know, that one one day that I say the great, you know, you hear of the great and terrifying day of the Lord, right? This was my great, wow. my great and terrifying day for me because I was sitting on the edge of my bed. Oh, yeah, and I didn't get along with my mother-in-law at all either. And I live in the same house with her. Mm. And I still do today. And that's always been a big fight for him and I. But today, now, what I'll get to later, we'll explain some of that. Yeah. And um, I was sitting on the edge of my bed, and we are a hunting family. We're a hunting and gathering family. <laughs> we go hunting together, deer, whatever, hogs turkeys, whatever, you know, we could do. We used to be at a deer lease where we would go and take our families and we'd go hunt and hang out. You know, it was a big deal for us. So um, I do know how to, you know, load a gun and use it and do all of that stuff. We have a safe somewhere in our house. <laughs> I'm putting this out in the open. So I was like, oh, wait a minute. You might want to edit that. <laughs> Anyways, you know, I do know how to handle myself when it comes to that. And um, I just had had enough. I thought that it was enough, and I started getting these suicidal thoughts. Mm. And I just sat on the edge of my bed, and I was there for hours because mm. nobody would come into the room where I was or see how I'm doing, none of that stuff. My kids were young, and so they were doing whatever they were doing. And uh, for a few weeks before that, I had been contemplating and working myself up to it. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's scary, right? I look at that now and I see how terrible that was and selfish that was. And, mm. and, um, I sat on the side of the bed and I was like, okay, I could just put it right here. And, you know, I'm not even going to say that anymore, but cause that's just done and gone and over with. Mm -hmm. But in all of that, in all of that, you know, and, seeking the Lord in the wrong places. I was seeking the Lord in the wrong places before that. And, and all of that, I said, why am I even here, God? You know, like, why? Why am I going through this? I actually spoke to him. Calling on even. the name. And when you call his name, what happens? He comes. Yes. He really does. He, he does. really does. And he sees your heart. He sees your misery. He sees the torment you go through. He sees all the sadness, all the heartbreak. He sees all of that. Yes. And for a second, I had thought before he entered the room with me, I said, I'm going to blow my brains out. And I'm going to splatter my brains all over this room. And then my kids are going to see it too. Mm. And the next thing you know, I mean, he pops in like he can do. And he told me, he said, haven't I provided everything for you? Haven't I provided everything for you? 
And you know, when the Lord speaks to you, you know it's him. Mm-hmm. His entrance is grand. Yes. You don't see lights. You don't see, you know, paparazzi or any of that kind of stuff. Because you don't have to because you know inside of you he is in there. You know, the Holy Spirit is in you. He never leaves you. You leave him. And you know, when he talks to you, it's like you hear one thing, but he's saying a thousand things at one time. Do you understand that? Absolutely. Sometimes I can't even remember. I'm like, I heard what he said, but I can't, I can't explain what he said. Like, yes, I'm like, only I can understand it. It's like, I can't, I'm like, I heard it, but I, I can't explain. It's it's weird. Yes. Yeah. And he said that to me, and what I heard came through, you know, and yeah. haven't I provided you with everything? Like, And then he kind of schooled me a little bit and said, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But with those two things that I heard so clearly, you know, it was like, I can't even explain, I can't explain his voice after that like it was just so many things that he was showing me or telling me at one time it was just like just coming into me you know what I mean yeah and it was just so glorious and beautiful and all I could do was cry my eyes out I just dropped to my knees and repented I just started repenting and telling him how sorry I was and to forgive me. And I repented every single thing I could think of at that very moment, wow. at that very given time. I just total repentance on my knees. And then from that day forward, I could do nothing else but seek the Lord. Praise God. So that's what I've been trying to do all this time from 2018 to now. And things have not been perfect. Things have not been perfect, but he continues to show up in my life. He's, if I know now that I am assured today that if I die tomorrow or tonight, I know where I'm going to be. Amen. And I think that's where we all, that's what we all need to know. Yes. And we need to know that he is for us and he's with us. He wants us to succeed. He wants us to be saved. He wants our eyes to be open. He wants us to seek him. Yes. He wants all of these good things for us because all good things come from him. Amen. You know? And if we could just recognize, and that's the one thing that, you know, I want to say for sure is if we need to recognize, recognize when the enemy is attacking us. Yeah. Not Now, I'm not saying that there's a demon under every rock at all. But there are demons. There's evil in the world. And um, if we can recognize an enemy attack, you know, on us, you know, we can use the tools that the Lord has provided us to fight that, to fight the enemy and all of his evil schemes. And, um, you know, an example, example of that would be like two weeks ago. You know, everything was going good at our house and good as as good could be. I mean, you know, <laughs> and um, everyday life. And then one day I was just like, what is going on here? 
like I could feel a shift in the room, like in the house. Mm. I was like, what is going on here? Everybody like un it, it it's uncharacteristic for them to be in a bad mood and to be grumpy mm. and fussy. And I was like, what is going on here? Day two. It took me to day two to recognize that this was not normal and that it wasn't normal for us in the house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh -uh. (laughs) It's so cliche. Not today, Satan. No kidding. And I mean, I just had to to go into prayer on all of that and just and tell everybody. I had to tell my husband, my daughter, my son. I said, guys, I said, y'all are not normally cranky and fussy. And I I was walking around like all hunky-dory happy. And everybody (laughs) else was all upset. And I was like, what is going on with y'all? You know, and and we had to uh, we had to shut that down. Yeah. Because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to shut it down, break it down, yes. you know, shoot it down, destroy it, demolish yes. any plan of the enemy uh, in Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it's got to be a prayer. I always have to make it a prayer. Everything's a prayer for me. Hey, that's okay. But, um, you know, um, and then I came to Living Waters. I was started seeking the Lord in the right places after my suicide attempt. Wow. You see how I like to hop around? Hey, and, um, the Holy Spirit will do what it wants to yeah. do. <laughs> and um, I was led to living waters. Wow. And um, I said, my husband was like, because we were Catholic. I, my, my husband's mother is a cradle Catholic. She's been Catholic all of her life, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. He was Catholic. I was Catholic before we met. Not practicing Catholic, but Catholic. And um, it's kind of not funny but I think it's funny now but when I was seeking the Lord I started going back to the Catholic Church before I went to Living Waters mm-hmm. and um, three times in a row I was trying to go to church and every single time I would go to church something would happen to me and I couldn't go mm. you know and at least one of those was I get to church I'm getting out of my car and I slip and fall in a puddle Oh my god. I'm goodness. like covered with mud all in the back. So there's no way for me to go into church like that. <laughs> and I was like and Wow. I, I know. And I think back I think back to that and I'm like, ooh, the devil knows I'm trying to go to church. He's working on me. You know, he's trying no to keep kidding. me out of the church house. <laughs> it's just things like that, you know, you need to recognize yeah. and see. But um some of those things are definitely trying to deter you you know, a roadblock in front of you to keep you from doing what, what the will of God is. Yes. And, um, cause he definitely wants us to seek that community. He definitely wants us to be, uh, worshiping and praising and hearing the word in a community yes. setting. It's in the word. It does say it in the word, not yes. to neglect the coming together of the yes. word. Right. And, um, so, um, so I get to living waters. I'm skipping up to the front. And I'm going to Living Waters, and I'm learning all of these great new things. And and I haven't said this when I shared before with a lot of people, um, but I want to share this now because I think it's important. And um, and I believe the Lord wants me to share this because okay. it's humbling for me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway, I, I went up to the church. I was going to volunteer or help do something I'm not I can't remember clean or something and um pastor Amanda was at the church 
with another one of the pastors in the lobby and they were decorating and I love her. I love love her. her. And they were decorating and I was going back here to the other side. And um, the night before there was a Bible study and it was a gut check Bible study for me. And I was just like, you know, I was just (laughs) like, whatever, you know, (laughs) I was like, "Mm -hmm, whatever, whatever. Like Pastor Renda says, it, it's like your flesh is just burning. Yes, it's like, yes, mm, it's mm-hmm. burning, girl. It's burning. <laughs> and uh, so I was a little perturbed. I wasn't mad at her. I was just perturbed with the whole situation. And, and my, I guess it was myself, and I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I come in, and and I don't know what happened, but we started conversing. And I was like, what? You know, I just... I said something to her, and she says, Jerry, that is a lie from the devil. And, I mean, she got a hold. She didn't get a hold. She didn't put her hands on me, but she (laughs) cornered me, and I was just a gushing, crying baby, just gushing, crying, and just hurt and not trusting anybody yet. I mean, you know, I was broken. Still, I was broken. I still needed work. The Lord was still working on me. And um, I was very upset. I was like, I'm just going to leave this church and I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to go do this. But little did I realize at that second that, you know, the Lord was going to uh, counsel me on that. Mm. He counseled me on that for at least 10 days, something like that. And, um, you know, we can run. We can run when we get upset with people at church because it's so easy. And guess what? I've always been a runner. Mm. I've always ran away from my problems. Wow. I've always ran away instead of confronting. Uh, I was a coward. That's what I want to call it, a coward. And, you know, the Lord hates cowards. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going to be a coward again, not go back to the church because of that one little thing because she called me out on stuff, stuff I didn't understand yeah. at that time, you know, and she spoke truth to me. Yeah. And I didn't recognize it, mm-hmm. you know. And um, But I came back. And I'm glad I did because I'm better than ever now. And I am learning and growing so much at Living Waters. And through the pastor and through through the leadership, Mm -hmm. I mean, Pastor Paul, you know, the word is wonderful. I mean, it is Holy Spirit filled. And I know that. I know it too. Because do you ever feel like you go into church and... You have all this baggage, and you're, you know, you praise God, and then you're sitting there like, no one knows what you go through behind closed doors, right. you know, with your kids or with your family, and every single time, it is exactly what I need to hear mm-hmm. that is pinpointing in my life, and I'm like, how? How is that possible? Right. But only God. Only God. Only you know, God. And, and I think, you know, I, it, it, it is very important that wherever you go, that you pray for your pastors, you know, mm-hmm. you pray for brothers and sisters, just like it says in the word, because, yes. you know, you, you really want to um, be, you know, we're a Bible-believing church, and I thank yeah, God for that, because exactly. and it's wonderful. it is, yeah, it yeah. speaks life. Yes. Sure. And, and the thing about that, you know, I could have ran. Don't choose to run. Right. That's what I'm trying to tell people, like, don't run. Yeah. Stay. Stay. Because that's what the Lord teaches us, right? Perseverance. Yeah. Stay in, stay strong and, and in faith and believe. Pray for increased faith. Yeah. I mean, those little tiny things you don't even think about praying for, pray for them. Like who would, 
I never thought about praying for increased faith mm-hmm. until I heard somebody pray for increased faith. And I was like, what? Wow. Why wouldn't I do that before? <laughs> like now it's like in my daily prayer. I mean, it's in praying without ceasing. And you can be broken and still have faith. Oh, yeah. I think, Probably. you know, people are like, oh, I'm a mess. I, I don't, that means I don't have faith. No. That's Keep your true, faith. Yeah. You know, you're, you may be broken. You may be lost. You may be going through something. But if you still have that faith. That's all that matters. He's still walking with you. That's right. And that's how we grow. Yeah. That's how we learn. And, and you know, um, the Lord does use, he will use any circumstance. Yep in our life to show us something, to grow us, to learn us, to love on us, yep. you know, and to discipline us sometimes. And uh, it doesn't always feel good. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, when you're on the other side of it, it feels fantastic. It feels amazing because his glory is just like shining in you and through you. And, and you don't want to do anything else. But I don't know about you, but I don't want to do anything else, but just be in the word and and his presence and, and, yes, and his around presence. godly people. and It feels so good to be around godly people who are not embarrassed to talk yeah. about the Lord and who will bring a scripture out to you in a second and he'll say, hey, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what? I love you, but this. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you need to hear those hard things. Like Amanda knew that day. She knew that I needed to hear those hard things. Yeah. And um, we have to stop being so sensitive to everything. Yeah. I feel like, you know, the the enemy, the darkness in this world has really sensitized us yeah. to things that we shouldn't even bat an eye about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody wears, not everybody, but a lot of people wear their feelings on their sleeve. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes, you know, you need that discipline. Yeah. And it, and sometimes it comes from people that, that it hurts and a lot. But that's what we're supposed to do. You know, we're supposed to be learning that way. Not, yeah. Well, most of us learn that way. Because <laughs> if you're anything like me, I learn the hard way about everything. <laughs> and that's the truth. But, um, um, yeah, I, I could have ran and I didn't. And I'm glad I didn't. And I, I just... I just really want to get that across. Please don't run. Yeah. Please don't run. And when it gets hard, don't run. I know there's a lot of seasons in my life yeah. where I'm like, I feel like I'm drowning and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And then, yeah. but it says in the word, you know, don't, don't give up. Like keep pursuing him and, and he will answer. And yeah, your testimony uh, is exactly. um, an example of that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, um, you know, my husband, I started going to Living Waters. And I, I think the first time or second time we went, it was all of us. Mm-hmm. And then my husband was like, you know, my mom's upset that we're not going to mm-hmm. church anymore at the church. And he wasn't real sure what he wanted to do. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, but I'm not going back there. And I'm going to Living Waters. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sorry if you don't agree. You are welcome to come with me or go to the other church. You know, that was an option. I told him, say you know, go to the other church, mm-hmm. at least be doing something. And um, so we did that for, I don't know, over a year, almost two years. And I just prayed and everybody kept telling me all of the, you know, elders, I want to say elders, but they weren't all elders, but I mean, <laughs> like people have been there longer than me 
where telling me, Jerry, just pray on it. The Lord is faithful. Yeah. Just keep praying, keep hoping. Yeah. And I did that. And um, I'm one of those people, and I just learned this yesterday, that's kind of black <laughs> and white. It's either this way or that way. So when somebody tells me you need to read the word or you need to do this or that or you need to um, pray, I diligently try to do that. Yeah. Diligently. Like if I don't do it at the, you know, not a schedule time, I do it. I don't care Absolutely. if it's two in the morning or three in the morning. I'm doing that. And so I did that. And he tells us to pray believing what we're asking for. Amen. You know, and I believe, I believe so much about what is in the Bible. And I believe the Lord Jesus. I believe what he tells us. I believe that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And um, I have seen him work in my life and through my life and, and others around me, and when you see him working and you see miracles, there's no denying. And yeah. when and just knowing what he did for me, the day that he saved me, some people get they get washed of things right yeah. away. Right. Some it's over time. Right. Well, that day he washed so many things for me, mm. and one of those was depression mm. and alcohol. Praise God. And my want for drugs, because I had a tooth for that back in the day. Mm. And um, I was walking in my office, in this huge office from the restroom. And um, he said, hmm, you don't even recognize what I did for you. And I stopped in my tracks. I mean, just stopped, literally just stopped in my tracks. And I was like, what? <laughs> He was like, mm-hmm. I washed you. I washed you clean. Wow. And you didn't even notice it yet. Like he was bringing it to my attention. And um, I was like, wow, you really, you really did. Yeah. You really did. And ever since those days, I do not even crave drinking beer. I don't like it. I don't like the, t- like, okay, you know, they say don't tempt the Lord and don't test him. <laughs> don't test him. And I was like, all right, I'm going to test. So I did take a drink, just testing it, and I was like, no, mm, I couldn't. Right. And the same, oh, well, I haven't tried, <laughs> I haven't tried drugs or anything since then, y'all, so don't do that. <laughs> but I just don't have any of that. Yes. I don't, and I don't think about even the depression or suicidal thoughts. I don't have those anymore. Wow. There are things I still struggle with. Absolutely. But that's okay, because um, that's between him and I, and, and we're going to work it out, you know. And um, he knows I like cake. That kind of tells you what it is. <laughs> but anyways, um, he did a mighty work in me, and he will do that, and he will do that in you. Yes. Whoever's listening who doesn't know if they believe or not what, if they don't know what they believe. Right. You know, he will do a mighty work in you, and he will do it. He will follow through to completion, just like completion on the cross. Amen. You know, Jesus came to do something. He came to do a job, right? Yes. And he finished it, right? He did. And he's going to do that for you and me and you. Yes. And um, and I love him so much. And um, I told my husband, I said, honey, you know, he got used to me going to church, and I was not used to him not coming with me. There were times I felt so lonely. Absolutely. And the people would see that, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, I just never lost hope. Yes. never lost hope that he would come. 
because I believed that the Lord was working in him. Yes. You know, because one day I was getting dressed, and he was getting dressed. He started getting dressed, and I was like, where's he going, to the flea market or something? (laughs) I was like, you're trying to go to the flea market without me or something, you know. I was like, where are you going? And he goes, well, I'm trying to get dressed to go to church with you, but you're in a hurry. I said, oh, and I didn't want to shine too much light on that, you know, right? <laughs> I mean, I wanted to give it its no due. Kidding. I know exactly I what like, you mean. Okay, well, I'm going to be in the truck because I'm. I want to get there on time. I don't want to be late. And in the truck, I was just like whistling Dixie. You know, I was like, "Thank you, Lord. Oh yes. my gosh, you are so good. Thank <laughs> you, Father. You do answer prayers, yes. and I knew that you would come through." And all this, I was just giving him all the glory and. I was just a crying mess in worship that day, but it was so good. And and just worshiping the Lord that day. And I mean, it was just amazing that he, he is, um, he's definitely who he says he is. And, um, he does keep his promises, but, um, and we've been coming ever since. And then this last year, um, when I dealt with my mom being sick and everything, I'm going to try to get through this without crying. Y'all know I'm a crier. I cry at <laughs> everything. But this past year, just, I always feel like I haven't learned enough. Okay. I can never get enough of the Lord. I mean, in this past year, it started like last year in 22 in January, February, my mom was starting to get like a cough or whatever. She actually did not have the VAC2, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And she never got sick. And then um, after all of it was said and done, then she did. Mm-hmm. But she was just fine. And she has she has major lung conditions. And I truly believe that was the Lord's protection because, I mean, I pray diligently for our family's protection from that and, um, and our community, and of course, people in the church, and everybody, and um, sometimes, you know, we we go through certain things for a reason, yeah. and I do believe that, but I believe he covered my mom as long as he did, because mm-hmm. of prayer. Yes, you know, prayer is powerful. It is, and um, I'm a witness to that. Oh, yes, <laughs> I believe in it. I, I, prayer is my thing, you know, Yes, and um, it's funny because it may not sound very powerful when I'm praying out loud, but I am a praying beast inside. Like, <laughs> I mean, I can just pray it up at home and in my secret place. And yeah. sometimes getting it out is difficult, but um, I'm praying about that, like for it to flow yeah. easier. Um, even with all the practice I've had, it could, I think it could be more kingdom. Let's put it more kingdom, <laughs> more scripture, more this, more that. But um, thanks, thanks, thanks to God that I can even do it. Let's yes. just say that more glory to Him and less to me for sure. And um, I'm squirreled. Are you? Yeah. Where was I? I'm squirreled. <laughs> So, um, your, your mom is a lung condition. Yes. So she initially goes to the hospital because she couldn't get in to see her doctor on a Friday. Okay. So she goes in for like a cough 
Well, they send her home. She went to the ER, so they sent her home. Well, the next day she's like complaining that her stomach's hurting a lot. And my mom's a survivor of breast and colon cancer. Praise God. And um, so we took her back because, you know, we thought, okay, she could have an obstruction because of all of the surgeries from her colon. Causes scar tissue can cause you to have an obstruction. So we thought that that's what it was. And that's what they were telling us they thought it was. So she goes in for that and it starts to alleviate on its own. And, um, and then something else came up. She started having issues with her lungs. They said there's fluid in there and they, you know, these other issues were going on. So it just snowballed from there. And my mom started to just get really sick mm. really fast. And then she aspirated also in the hospital no. and then they had to take her to ICU. I mean, it was just a lot of different steps, you know, and we were just like, we couldn't believe what was going on because she went in for something that we thought was very minor. Right. And we thought we were going to be taking her home. Right. And that was just the beginning of the end for my mom. And I didn't realize it at the time. And even even up until almost the week that she was going to, um, that she, she had passed, um, I didn't want to accept that because, you know, our parents are, bulletproof, 10 foot tall, you know, we think they're going to just live to be 150, God willing. And, um, she just continued to get sick. She had to go into a nursing home for rehab Mm. and we had almost lost her in the hospital once. And we were just out there in the parking lot, just praying for protection and healing over my mom. And, um, so she goes back into the nursing home, and she took a decline. She was up and down for like a month, two or three months, something like that. Yeah. And then that last month, she took a decline, and she just never came back from it. Mm. And um, when she entered the nursing home, she could talk and function and get up and with help. And she had gotten her strength back. She could walk with a walker. She would sit in the dining room. She would talk to people, but she was losing her memory. Mm. So sometimes she would know who we were, and sometimes she wouldn't. Interesting. And um, so that last week that we were with her, I knew, like, I knew what the Lord was telling me. And I just still didn't want to take it. I didn't want to accept it. And so that evening... It was a Monday. I get in my car, and I'm sitting in the parking lot for like 45 minutes, and I'm just talking to the Lord. Him and I are just having this conversation, and he just kept telling me that it's time Mm -hmm. to take her home. I was like, okay. I took it as him saying, let's let's take her on home because she did not want to ever die in a nursing home or in like a facility. My mom was a CNA like all of her life. And she worked with hospice patients through the hospital and took care of them upon their death. And she loved her job. As long as she worked, that's what she did. And so she never wanted to die in a nursing home Mm -hmm. or a facility. She wanted to be around her family and be at home. And so he was telling me, okay, um, it's time. I think he was trying to tell me that it was time to take her home home Mm -hmm. and not home home. Right. And I took it as home home so she could die at home. Right. And um, so there was a few things we had to get in order and get in line. And I was waiting for my brothers and sisters to come into town. And um, they were like, well, I'm not going to be able to be here till this day. And I'm like, well, you need to, you need to get here as soon as you can. 
I understand that you have this or that, but you need to, to make it quick. Right. And um, so by the end of the week, we had wrapped everything up at the apartment, got it in order. We were going to be able to take her home, and she didn't make it. She wound up going into the emergency room, and I'm going to skip all the things that happened because I was very upset about that, and it's just, um, it's really no one's, I mean, it is, there is some fault there, but I'm past that. Yeah. The Lord has worked with me on that, and I'm past it, and um, it didn't matter to me. It didn't matter what would have happened because he's the one who has the final say. Right. And, um. My sister and I were with her until 4.30 that morning, and I was, we didn't want to leave, but we were so exhausted because we'd gotten there about 6 in the evening, oh, wow. we were there all night, and the nurses really didn't want us to stay in the room, and so we went ahead and came home, and I was like, let's just, let's just go home, get rest, and get back up here in the morning. We'll, yeah. we'll come up after, like, they do their rounds or whatever, so right. there's not a lot of people. She was in what they call one of those units. So there was like eyes on her all the time. Okay. And um, so my sister gets up there before me and she calls me on the phone that my mom was dying. Mm. And that they were actually in active, they were doing active uh, life care for her at that time. And I hung up the phone and I just started throwing my clothes on and just trying to fly over there as soon as possible. And then the doctor called me back and, um, I was trying to speak without yelling at everybody because, you know, I was very upset. Yeah. As you can imagine. And she told me, she's, and I know her because I used to work there, and she says, Jerry, she goes, we need to know what to do with mom. I said, well, what exactly is going on? She goes, well, she goes, um, nobody outside our family knows this except for our family members. Um, well, we've tried to. They've pushed uh, that life-saving medicine they give you. We've pushed it like three or four times already, and she's gone. Mm. She's just gone. And I told them to just stop doing what they were doing because, you know, I just didn't want to, even if my mom survived that, there was going to be so much damage just from compressions and all that stuff. And, And my mom had been suffering for a while, and I believe that she stuck around because that's because of us, because we needed stuff, you know. Yeah. Not necessarily her needing to continue to suffer, but, you know, and I know this sounds selfish, and I know it wasn't me that prayed this, and it, but I know how my father is. But that night in the, in the ER, you know, we could clearly see my mom suffering, mm-hmm. and... My sister and I were together, and we just prayed that whatever your will is, Lord, you know, that's what we that's what we want for, for mom. Mm. Um, my prayers turned from selfish reasons to more for reasons for her because I realized that I had been praying for her to just stay here mm. for us. Yeah. And not really looking at all the suffering she was going through. She was really suffering. And she had some chronic lung conditions, and she could not dispel, you know, certain gases and, you know, all of the medical stuff on her own. So, but, um, you know, through all of that, my mom passed away that morning. And through all of that, you know, 
we saw the I saw the Lord personally working through my family and just through everything there at the hospital and you know at the nursing home and continuing to just answer prayers you know and just I've you know we prayed for more time for my mom we prayed for protection and healing and she did I mean she had her right mind for a while after she hadn't you know she was able to actually have conversations with us and talk with us and you know all of that good stuff that you know you just and all that stuff, you know, you just kind of long for after they're gone. You know, you, we got to do all of that. And um, there has to be a time where you put off what you want for other people when it's not necessarily good for them. Yeah. I, I don't even know if this even, but, you know, I say that, and then this scripture came to my mind that, you know, just because you can do something doesn't mean it's necessarily good for you. You know, and I don't know why that came up, but um, I feel like there was so much growth this past year from that. And the thing that I learned from that was obedience. Because, and I'm going to say this, and not very happy to say it, or to the whole world or whoever's listening, but... There were so many times that I was driving by my mom's house and I didn't stop and go see her this past year. And at that time, I was like, is that you, Lord? Is that not you, Lord? You know you know what I mean? How we struggle sometimes with that. Clearly, that was the Lord. Mm. And kind of like warning, not warning you, but like but saying, trying, hey, yeah, you know, because he knows guy. what we're going to feel and what we're going to go through and he mm-hmm. wants to help us and he wants to guide us he's like you know i'm the one with the final say i know everything i see the bigger picture you don't go see your mother right miss thinks she knows everything you know and there were several times that i did not obey Mm. and and not in just that instance but i'm sure there were other instances that i didn't realize and i hear i would hear that i would hear him and not obey you know and um, all I can say is do not ignore that small voice. Yes. Don't, do not ignore that because he doesn't promise us tomorrow. Yeah. And you know, he does that. Yeah. You know, I, I think about the little things a lot and it's just, it, it's very little, but like with my house, with my, with my friends, with my family, with my daughter, with my husband, like mm-hmm. as simple as cleaning the kitchen. Yeah. Like. We put it off to mm-hmm. for I'll do it tomorrow, or we we put off errands, or we put off you know texting that friend, or we put off any little thing. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow, thinking we have tomorrow and we right. don't. And I tell you know my sisters all the time, you know they're like, oh you know I want to do this, but I don't know. And I'm like, do it, do it. You don't today. You need to worry about today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow will bring you know whatever worries tomorrow is going to have you don't know what if you're going to wake up right. you know in a mood or whatever and, and you're not still not going to get it done do it today like, don't right. don't hesitate you know today is the day the lord has made that's right and we shall be happy and glad in it <laughs> and i always think about you know obedience and humility and those are so important absolutely you know and that's why i'm sharing some of the things that i'm sharing because 
I feel like, you know, you really need to be vulnerable. Yeah. Be humble. Because, you know, all that glory, you know, God is personified in that. Yeah. You know, and there's something to be learned in that. And there's something for someone to learn in that. Yeah. You know, and um, those were the main things and just that. There was something that slipped my mind. but And for everybody to understand what salvation really means. Yeah. And if you don't know, ask somebody. Yes. I don't want to just say what I feel because I feel like um, that there are a lot of people out there who are, who are saved mm-hmm. and who know they're saved, but they're still living in bondage. Yes. And um, when he sets you free, you are free indeed. Yes. And um, stop thinking about who you were yesterday because you're not them anymore. Yes. But don't be ashamed to share your testimony because every one of them is important. Yes. And I know that after we I leave here, I'm going to be like, there was something else, but you know what they say about that. Yeah. That's for another time, but yeah. And now, you know, fast forward to today and and here I am. I've had this this certain call on me for a while that I've been running from. And it has everything to do with spiritual warfare. Yeah. And Which we go through every day. Exactly. So, you know, and and that thing is is like to bring that to attention. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're personifying the devil or glorifying him. It's just we shouldn't ignore mm-hmm. that the enemy is real. If you believe in heaven and hell, you know that there is a true enemy out there. Yes. And don't think that he's not, you know, or they are not, or the enemy's not, or the darkness isn't, you know, prowling around, yeah. you know. Be prepared. Stay hopeful. Stay in the word, stay protected, pray your prayers and believe it and do not let the enemy speak to you. Stop letting the enemy whisper to you or scream at you or tell you who you are because he has no right and he has no business doing that Mm -hmm. because we are daughters and sons of the, of the king. But he will if you let him. Mm -hmm. That's right. And, and we cannot let him. I, I recently went came out of a season where I was just letting him. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot. And then, you know, I would get a glimpse of what the Lord was telling me. And then I'd be like, back into the hole. I'm like, no, like I have got to stop. And here we are today. And it's like, no, we got to keep, you know, moving forward. You know, and I can say, you know, all the things that why living hope has not been up in three months. But I'm not going to because, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord wants us to step forward. He doesn't want us to step backwards. That's right. And, and you know, we're looking forward and we're going to continue mm-hmm. to seek him. And, and you know, in his word, it says to tell, you know, his good works and his good deeds. And that's what we're going to do because I don't think, I, I, I know, you know, a lot of people come to me and like, I think people think, you know, when we are saved that our life is perfect then too. Like 
one, we're not perfect when we get to him. And two, we're not perfect after we, you know, are saved. But now we don't do life alone. We do life with the one who made us, who created us. And anything we go through, we know that we're going to get through it. It's because we have him. That's right. And um, I find such comfort in that. And, and even, you know, the mistakes, you know, I saw this thing the other day and I was like, wow, because the world will pour out its shame, will pour out its, um, or even the things that you may do, you know, your mistakes, you feel shameful or you feel all this type of things, but God takes that, but we have a choice to give it to him or to hang on to it mm-hmm. and dwell in it. And I've learned that because I used to be like, oh, my gosh, it's going to take a whole month for him to take this. And he's like, no, you know, his mercy is new every day. And I, right. I would take that. And I'm like, oh, OK, but we have to we have to realize that. And, you know, I'm learning and I'm growing and, you know, same here with you. And um, I think, you know, people need to hear that. And yeah. and. You know, thank God the Lord rescued you from depression. I know a lot of people out there who are suffering from that. Mm-hmm. And I've personally have gone through that. And I couldn't even, I remember I was going through a season where I, I was just waking up and going through the motion. And yeah. I didn't understand right. because I had everything. I had a home. I had my husband. I had my child. I had a great job. I have, you know, all the things. And I'm like, I don't know why I feel the way I feel. And my friend told me the truth. She said, and, and it wasn't the truth, but she was like, well, you know, that sounds kind of like depression. And I'm like, no, there's no way I can have depression. Like, I'm saved by God, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow. Like, but once I, you know, once I literally was like, wow. Once you came into agreement with it. And I literally, in that same very moment, I told my friend, I was like, I think I'm depressed. And she was like, and she was like, girl, she was just telling me how she was. And I was like, how, how can this be? And I don't think it was anything that I did or anything that I was, you know, facing, but I think the Lord allowed it. So that way I can be a little bit more understanding to people who suffer from it. Mm-hmm. And I still, till this day, though, will declare the name of Jesus over it. Oh, yes. Because nothing Amen. is too big and nothing is That's too right. mighty for him. And right. just like he did it for you, he would do it for someone else. He and will. just like, you know, I, I don't feel like I go through episodes with it anymore because I know, you know, that I declare the promises and the truth over That's it. Right. And and I know that I am free. And and you know yeah. it's okay to be sad. Yeah. But and sadness and like that depressive stuff is too different. Right. On a different scale, you know. Right. So it is okay to be sad sometimes, yeah. but you know. Just don't stay there. That's right. Don't wallow <laughs> in it. Don't wallow in it. Yes. And um and you know and it's not being a Christian isn't a boring lifestyle. A lot of people think, oh, they're so boring. <laughs> they don't do anything fun. They don't right. go, you know, they don't go here. They don't go there. They don't do. No, we just don't want to go in those uh, <laughs> certain places. But, <laughs> but you know, uh, a lot of people think that. And it's just not true. We yeah. do like to have fun. I, and you <laughs> can probably totally understand this. And I know you understand this. But I have so much more joy and passion for life. Mm-hmm. Now that I am saved by Jesus. Right. 
like everything that I I look back and there are some moments where I'm like I cringe because of what I thought was life and what I thought was having fun and what I thought would give me you know that um natural endorphins in my head like it's not it's the complete opposite and I'm just so thankful that I am where I am. It's amazing how he will um how he takes the blindfold off like saw I feel like we're all we're all like saw and then we become like Paul like we're yeah the scales are just off and we're like isn't that weird how he was blind and then he blinded him and then he could see you know what I mean isn't that amazing how he does that and um it's people you know they strive for that super you know a lot of people are striving for that supernatural type lifestyle yeah like they want to you know see stuff and you know go ghost hunting or doing whatever you know (laughs) seek after the lord you're gonna see something supernatural in your life and it's gonna be the good stuff amen you know and and he's gonna definitely follow you home yes and he's gonna be with you and and it's just a wonderful a wonderful wonderful god that he is i mean you know search after him search after him seek him and all the things above yeah. and everything else will come after. I know I don't have it word for word, but it, I know, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and if you're saved and, and you know, just like Jerry went through, you know, she was saved when she was 13 and, and you know, she drifted. Mm-hmm. If that's you and you know, you gave your heart to God and you know, you were that in that season, you know, before and, and, you declared who he was, but you just feel like you're doing the complete opposite now. Like, I, I just want to tell you that even if you run away, he is still your God and nothing can separate you from him. You may choose to do things that separate, you know, your doing and in your, um, the things that you do in this, you know, in your life, but God will, there's nothing that can pull you away from him. You are still his child, and I hope that encourages someone to. I I do too, and 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 if you are come back, come back to him. Yes, it's okay. Yes, and uh, you know we don't ex. You can come to our church, Living Waters. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be perfect because to me, the church, the sanctuary, is a hospital. Yeah, it's a hospital. You come there for healing. He's ready to revive you. He is so ready. He is so ready to do CPR on you. <laughs> you know, let him do it. And and I'm looking up this scripture because this was like, I don't know, my scripture for this year. And um, Romans, I, let me get it. I love Romans. Romans 8, 38. Okay. Yeah. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present or things to nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us yes. from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yes. So that just backs up what you just said. Amen. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> I don't have them all memorized, but they're they're in there. That's in okay. The I usually is, use my phone, but yeah, we're kind of working with what we got, and my yeah. phone is. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing, and um, and I always, after I share anything, um, you know, I always like to put it out there that I am always available. Yes. 
to talk to, to you. And I don't care what time it is. If you need somebody, call me, leave me a message or text me. I am not God. He is. And he only uses me, you know, he, that's it. Yeah. You know, and I'm a good listener and, um, I just have a heart for, for doing that kind of work. And, um, I'm always available and I love, I love you. And I'm, I thank you that, you know, you invited me onto this podcast and, um, thank you for being obedient, you know, exactly. It's a, a lot of people that I asked to come on here. I'm like, you know, however long it takes you mm-hmm. to say yes or, or whatever. Yeah. I am, I, I've, God's taught me that it's not my timing. It's his. Right. And, you know, I pray and I, I am believing and I know that this episode is going to change lives, is going to speak into people, and it is going to, um, maybe it's going to be the hard truth. Mm-hmm. And whatever yeah. that may be, the Lord is going to work it out with whoever right. is going to, um, whoever needs this in. And he is faithful and he is a promise keeper and a way maker and he is truly the living hope and it says you know we are the messengers and we literally just talked about this in youth and it just reminded me like wow you know sometimes we get stuck in our tracks like who are we you know we if you know don't ever try to take the glory from god and even on your best day you can't take the glory from god but he sent us you know he came in human form and then you know he speaks and, and walks and shines through us to tell the good news to the people. Mm-hmm. And and I hope that encourages someone to, you know, don't be afraid to share the gospel. Don't be afraid to be a light. Don't be afraid to be different at work. Don't be afraid to be different, you know. Um, we were born and made to stand out. I believe that. And you know that you said work, and that reminded me that, of something I definitely want to share on that if we have time still. Yeah. Um, what are we at? Hey, if you are still listening. Wow. Thank you. Props to you. <laughs> Props to you hey. if you're still listening. You could do um, this all day. <laughs> you know, like when he calls you to do something, you know, um, when I was at work and I was going through all of that stuff, you know, um, I told the lady, I said, just move me away from there. They moved me into my own little area, but it wasn't little. It was huge. And in this office, uh, different women would come in and out. Groups of women would come in and out because of construction going on, because of COVID, because of whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, you know, if whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Just bring them. And, you know, it never failed. He, he does. He does. And, and. And he's faithful and he does that. Yes. And when my time was over there, I knew it. Yes. And he, you know, he was telling me, he was reminding me, Jerry, it's time to move on. Yes. And he will. And he won't, like you said earlier, he, he'll keep at it and he won't stop. Right. I've experienced that. My sister experienced mm-hmm. that. Like, yes. and I was like, you know, fighting that in me. Cause I was like, you know, I thought I was going to stay here and work here forever, Yeah. you know, and he brought it up to me twice uh, last year and um, at different parts of the year. And he was like, what do I got to do to show you that, you know, it's time to move on. So, you know, I talked to so many women there that were just hurting yeah, or just needed a word or not even a word, but 
Encouragement. Encouragement. Yes. 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 And, um, you know, and I was able to do that. And I'm so thankful to the Lord for allowing me, you know, to be that vessel for him to work the seed. Yes. For a long time, I've, I was like, sometimes that's all we're used for is to plant the seed. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we won't even see. Right. The growth that the Lord is doing and that's okay. And, you know, Sometimes I was like, well, I don't see anything. And you told me, and he's like, you know, that's all I needed you to do. And I'm like, okay. You don't need to see it, right? Yeah. We don't need to see it. The number one guy is supposed to be the one to see yes. it. So, And whoever they're lined up for will see it. Yes. And that's yeah. why, like, please be obedient. Because yeah. it's so important. Obedience, humility, and just knowing who you are. Yeah. Just remember the his promises and who you are. Yes. And when you're obedient, it takes a lot. Um, but your confidence and your boldness and everything, you know, that he is going, you know, that you need to do whatever he's asking you for right. comes from him. So with that, I just want to say, okay, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all see me tapping the top of my head and jumping on one foot in the sanctuary, <laughs> you're going to know why. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, and that, that's, that's about, I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, I just want to thank you again for, you know, like I told you earlier, once I got back into agreement with the Lord, you know, with living hope and, um, he gave me yes after yes. And I am, I'm so thankful and I'm excited for what the Lord's going to do from here on out. And, um, but it wasn't just a yes on my part. It was a yes on your part. And, you know, we are going to be continuing to pray. Oh, yes. for you and for us and um and if anyone needs prayer reach out reach out to you know jerry reach out to me reach out to living hope um if you ever want to come to a service i highly recommend it and i don't want you to go you know for anybody but yourself um you know you have to ultimately experience the lord and that's really you know and and be a light to others um it took me a while to realize that all I have to do is to love, is to love, is to be welcoming, is to be, you know, we're on the welcoming committee. We're not on the judging committee. We're not That's on the right. um, gossiping you know, committee. Yeah, we're not on the um, conviction committee. That's right. You know, all, all you have to do is love that hard person and God will do the rest. Get them to Jesus and God will do the rest. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah. And come ready to receive. Yeah, with an just open heart. Ready. Yeah, just yeah. come with an open heart and ready to receive. Yeah. I feel like us as Christians who have, you know, a little bit of a seasoned walk have to do the same thing when we go to church. Right. That's right. There's sometimes where I go to church and I just want to ball. I want to ball my eyes out. And there's sometimes where I just want to thank him and praise him for everything that is going on in my life, whether it's good or bad. But Having an open heart is a must. And it's okay to do that publicly. The Lord Jesus, he hung on the cross in public, you know, and in nothing, in nothing. So for, you know, you to show your true emotions while worshiping and praising is a form of worship and And praise. And it says in the Bible. And it's okay. If you cry your eyes out, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay not to be okay. That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. I know this is a long episode, but it was great. And I am just so excited to share it. And um, 
Yeah. So thank you, Jerry. And thank you. Thank you all for watching. And don't forget to subscribe. And um, there's more to come. And yes, God is good. And he is the ultimate answer to this world and to everything that we're going through. Ultimate answer. That's right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.